The following program is brought to you by the friends and partners of Creation Today and by viewers like you. Thank you. Welcome to season four of the Creation Today Show. Our guest is Kevin Conover from Educate for Life and he's going to share with us his apologetic program for young people. We're also gonna introduce you to Battleship Apologetics and teach you how to defend your faith. Eric, do you think that they know what apologetics is? Well, Miriam, they will after this. There's a war going on in our world against Christianity. Are you ready to defend your faith in Christ? The Creation Today Show provides you with the ammunition you need. We prepare you to defend your faith, arm your children, and raise up a family who knows the Creator, Jesus Christ. This season we're teaching you Battleship Apologetics. Science, history, individual experience, philosophy. Battleship Apologetics. We are so excited to have you here to learn apologetics with us. This season, season four of Creation Today, we're delving into scientific apologetics, historical apologetics, individual experience and philosophy. You're gonna love it. And I'm so excited to have Marianne Pike, my co-host for this season. Thanks Hi. for joining us. Yes, thank you, Eric. Thank you for having me. And I am, I am happy to join you as we are talking about Battleship Apologetics. You have been studying this. Marianne, if you haven't already seen her DVD from Creation Explorers, you gotta check it out as they examine the evidence for the worldwide flood. You have already done a lot of work in apologetics and scientific and historical. She's a naturalist. She loves nature. You'll be hearing from her in just a few minutes as you're walking the coast. Where were you at for the? Neocani Head on the Oregon coast. On the Oregon coast. Absolutely beautiful out there. Well, it's just it's just really, really good to have you here. I'm so yeah. excited about Thank it. Thank you. Yeah. Our family has been very concerned about the church and the young people that they have answers. And so that that's motivated a lot of our work, whether it be mm. creation encounter field trips or the Creation Explorer film. And Christianity is under attack and Absolutely. we need to have answers why we believe what we believe. You know, since <laughs> Nero, 2000 years ago, Christianity has been under attack. Even today, people are losing their lives because of their faith in God, because of what this book says right here. Mm -hmm. And today in America, we don't necessarily face the physical threats like a lot of people do uh, in other countries. But I think we're getting attacked uh, really from a scientific standpoint, from an intellectual standpoint. Skeptics are saying you can't believe in the Bible and believe in science at the same time. And mm -hmm. they're saying that science has disproved any need for God. So the question is, can Christianity, Marianne, really stand up to these attacks? Yeah, it can. But what most Christians think is that our Christianity is like this pleasure ship where it's a yeah. feel-good, peaceful religion, but when it's under attack, then they jump ship thinking that Christianity cannot stand, but that's that's far from reality. Christ, Christianity is not a, a, a penetrable ship. It is yeah. a fully loaded battleship. <laughs> that's exactly right, and that's why we're covering battleship <laughs> apologetics to teach you the truth about, let's see, we're, we're using the, the word ship as our analogy, mm -hmm. science, history, individual experience and philosophy. And I'm telling you, we really do have the answers. Now, 
Some people may not know what the word apologetics means. Uh, when I think of apologetics, uh, immediately apology comes to mind. I've been married for 15 years, so I am really good at apologizing, but Marianne, that's not what apologetics is, is it? No, it isn't. We're not apologizing for Christianity. The Greek word for apologetics is apologia, which means to give a verbal defense. So when we're talking about Christian apologetics, what we mean is that we are giving a defense for Christ, the existence yeah. of Christ, and for the written word, the Holy Scriptures. Now, why do we have to deliver a verbal defense? Why is this so important for the believers? What do the scriptures say about this? If you've got pen and paper, get it out. If you don't have it, pause this. By the way, thank you for all those joining us. You know, 220 countries around the world join the Creation Today show wow, and get to watch this. Really cool. Get a pen and paper or whatever you call it in your country because Marianne's going to deliver some great points from the scripture and it might be on a quiz in a minute. Okay, we are going to put this verse up on the screen right now so that you can see this and read it with us. It's 1 Peter 3.15. But sanctify the Lord God in your hearts and be ready always to give an answer to every man that asks you a reason for the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. Mm. So there's some very important points in this verse. First, we are supposed to uh, sanctify God in our hearts, which means sanctify means to be set apart. So Christ is to be the most important in our lives. He is to come first. He's, he paid with his blood for us, yeah. and through his salvation we are saved. So we, we are indebted to him to put him first in our thoughts, in Love our that. words, in our every action. And then second, we are to be ready to give an answer always mm. for the hope that is in us. And you know, if we love Christ, we are going to want to share why we believe in him and why we have hope yeah. in Christ. And so then we have the third third part of this verse, which is that we are to do this in meekness and respect. Mm. We are not here to uh, it's not a debate, but it is to win souls for Christ so that they do not go to hell for eternity. Oh, that is so true, Marianne. I know a lot of people that don't obey this verse when they go out there. They're trying to win an argument. They don't realize that the whole point of apologetics is to take people to the cross. Yeah. Um, okay, you had a verse. I've got a verse. Okay. You guys can read along with me this time. I'm going to 2 Corinthians okay. chapter 10, verses 3 through 5. We'll put it on the screen. Even if you're on an airplane watching this right now, read it out loud for the other passengers to hear. Here we go. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. All right, Marianne, you gave three points. I'm going to give three points, too, to show that I'm just as good at talking about the Bible as you are. Point number three, one, well, number four, I guess, out of all these points is this is a spiritual battle. So many people think that this is just an intellectual battle. It's not. It is a spiritual battle. You must realize it's not just a matter, is it, Marianne, of... of of winning an intellectual argument mm -hmm. with somebody. Yeah. I, I can, we can win intellectual arguments. Praise God, God has given us the ability to do that. But that's not solely the point. Uh, point number five we're on, right? Five mm -hmm. is we are to, to understand that this is a war of ideas. Your belief determines your behavior. So make sure 
that you're going for the belief that people have. This really is a war of ideas. So it's, it's spiritual. It's a war of ideas. And then point number six is we're to take everything and make it obedient to Christ. Kind of ties back into point number one that you were making mm -hmm. to, to sanctify yourself. Set Christ apart as Lord. Sanctify God in our hearts. So make everything obedient to Christ. This is even our very thoughts. We don't want to fall for the same thing Eve fell for with Satan in the Garden of Eden when he tried to say, hey, why don't you think for yourself? Did you know this? Did you know this? And he's trying to tell Eve, hey, don't trust what God said. I'll got, I got some, some better knowledge for you. And in reality, we have to go back to what God's Word yes. says. Yes. So make sure you're following those six points. I hope you wrote them down. There, there might be a quiz. I hope they wrote them down. We'll say about that. <laughs> there, there, might, there might be a quiz on this, but this is why we want to get into battleship apologetics. Mm -hmm. It really is. Um, so, to do battleship apologetics, how are we going to teach it to them? Should we go to a battleship? Yeah. Let's go I to a battleship. I think that's the best way to do it. We'll do that right after this. Follow us on Twitter. Twitter.com slash creation today. Today we're going to explore some evidence from a catastrophic flood that ripped through our own backyard at the end of the Ice Age. It's called the Lake Missoula Flood. The Creation Explorers will journey into this flood's path. They will explore the features carved by the Missoula Flood and see how these same features can be seen across the Earth. This evidence for catastrophic flood erosion shows us just how possible the Bible's global flood catastrophe can be. tell you some of the stories of the encounters I've had with atheists and I think I can give you a little bit of insight about what's going on in their mind. Knowing and using four simple questions can revolutionize your outreach to anyone who says God does not exist. In the mind of the atheist they say we want evidence. Let me just share you a little secret. They don't want evidence. With quotes from Paul Baird, David Hume, and other famous anti-God spokesmen, Eric shows that their own words call atheism into question. Evidence is not the issue. Understanding these facts will give viewers a deeper passion and empathy for those lost in the pride of their misplaced belief. We're living in a day and age where people know a lot about God, just like I did, but they don't know God. To order this DVD, visit us at www.creationstore.org. You're watching Battleship Apologetics here on Creation Today. In an age of skepticism and no absolute truth, it is a battle for young people to retain their faith in Christ. So what should we do? Fight back with what Christ has given us. We're calling it Battleship Apologetics. That's right. We have simplified the major apologetic categories into a simple acronym called SHIP. S for science. H history. I, individual experience. And P, we're philosophy. All right, so a lot of people say, if God exists, why doesn't he show himself to us? I mean, how do you respond to something like that? Just remember, battleship apologetics. Science, irreducible complexity is a great defense. It defies the theory of evolution, and it shows the complex systems within biology require fully functional and precisely arranged parts in order to survive. These systems could not have functioned in simpler forms as evolution would require. Only a designer can explain irreducible complexity. You know, we've also got history. God has revealed himself through the Bible. 
It was compiled, compiled by 40 different writers over 1,600 years with no disagreement. Only God could do that. It contains prophecy that was fulfilled. And then the discoveries of the Dead Sea Scrolls proved that the text hadn't changed over time. Mm -hmm. And then we have individual experience. Since giving my life to Christ, he has changed me from a selfish person. And philosophy. Philosophers argue that if God exists, then he is by definition the greatest conceivable being and therefore the highest good. Morality and moral values have to do with what is good and evil. Therefore, if God exists, there is a foundation for objective moral values. Morality can only come from this kind of transcendent being. Otherwise, what are we left with? Man's opinion? Creation Today is excited about our ever-growing collection of digital downloads. We have everything from books to DVDs to even PowerPoint presentations, all to equip you to learn and share the truth of our Creator. Why wait? Start strengthening your faith today with our all-new digital downloads. Available at the Creation Store, creationstore.org. Beginnings is a creation experience for small groups, churches, and individuals from all walks of life. Creation speaker Eric Hoven explores the age-old questions of life, the evidence for a young earth, and how dinosaurs fit in with the Bible. The included guide provides an introduction to each lesson, creative challenges, great discussion questions, and practical ways to apply each lesson to everyday life. To order this DVD, go to www.creationstore.org. You're watching Battleship Apologetics here on Creation Today. Well, as promised, we are going into the classroom where apologetics is really, really necessary. Our guest, Kevin Conover, is here in the studio via Skype, and he's in his classroom. Kevin, welcome to the Creation Today show. Hey, thanks a lot, Eric. I appreciate it. Now, Looking forward to chatting with you here. All the kids, Marianne, I know yeah. are dying to do something. What are they dying to do? Yeah. You want to say hi, Mom? This is your team. Oh, there it is. Yeah. I really yeah. <laughs> so, Kevin, um, how important is it to teach young people apologetics? Uh, well, as you know, as Eric knows, it's critically important. What we're seeing right now in the church is about seven to eight of every ten Christian kids in the public schools are actually walking away from the faith after high school. And so it's critically important. That's what drew me into apologetics. Mm -hmm. Um, on the other hand, once kids have the answers, it makes a gigantic difference. From my own uh, studies, we've gone from that statistic to about 98% of kids feeling confident and able to defend their faith in Christianity and the biblical worldview. Now, you've been, you've been teaching for the past seven years. Uh, is that right? Seven, is that right? Am I... I'm actually going on nine now. So. Nine years now, and you've literally developed an apologetic curriculum from pulling from a lot of different places so that you can teach your students the absolute best. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. And what I noticed when I first started teaching was that there wasn't something that I felt was completely comprehensive that was at the high school level. Uh, there were a variety of resources that were maybe at a college level or whatever, but I felt it was really necessary to pull that together. When I, I, was, I was a youth pastor before I became a, a Christian high school teacher, and uh, a lot of youth pastors have to really work hard to make sure that they're engaging um, on Sundays with the students. And that's very important.
because you're drawing in a crowd that's very, um, you know, it's up to them whether they're there or not. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, with the high school kids I'm working with, I want to make sure it's very engaging. And at the same time, I'm really giving them what they're going to need as they uh, are living their high school lives and then they're moving on into college. So I've worked really hard at pulling things together to make it very engaging while at the same time very educational for them. Wow. Well, I, I love what you've done. I love what you've put together in the entire curriculum. Matter of fact, one of the things that we've done is uh, creation today is working with Kevin and his, uh, his ministry, Educate for Life. And we're actually going to take what you're teaching the kids and try to make it available to every student. Is that right? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I'm very excited about that because right now about 90% of kids go to public schools. Not everybody has the opportunity, whether that's just because there's not a good Christian school in the neighborhood or whether that's financial struggles, whatever it, whatever it might be. Not every kid has the opportunity to be able to take that biblical worldview class. And so what we're trying to do is get this out to more kids. 90% of kids go to public schools. Only about 10% or so go to private schools. Uh, most of those are Christian, but only about 10%. So that's a huge uh, amount of children amount of students who aren't having the opportunity to see both sides of the coin right to be able to actually make a good informed decision about their view of uh, reality whether whether that's a agnostic atheistic uh, theistic deistic worldview and the, the hope is that as we present the truth to these students they would be able to look at that and go wow uh, I can see now what the truth is I can make a good decision rather than just being locked into one particular worldview, which is really all the public schools can, can offer at this point in time. Of course, there's tons of great Christian teachers out there, but to give a student the opportunity to go through an entire year of a Christian worldview is a lot different than having a, a few conversations with a Christian uh, teacher in a public school. And uh, so that's my passion is to provide that opportunity for those kids in the public schools, the home schools, the parents of those public school t uh, students um, and, and the teachers around the country so that they can give them something that's comprehensive, not just piecemeal, not just part of the puzzle, but a whole worldview that all ties together and that they can see makes all kinds of sense. Wow. I got to tell Marianne, one time I was over there in California meeting with Kevin and he told me one of the activities that he does with his kids is mm -hmm. makes them go out and find somebody of another faith and do an interview with them. Uh -huh. Kevin, that's, that's something you do in your class on a regular basis, right? I do that as much as I, I have the opportunity to be able to do that. Uh, essentially, my goal is that uh, we're not here to present something uncritically. So what I want to be able to do is give them, hey, this is what uh, another religion is teaching. That may be Buddhism or Islam or Jehovah's Witness. And then we critically examine that in the classroom. Um, you know, God is not up in, up in the in heaven afraid that he's going to be proven wrong and so if, if we have the truth we don't need to fear other people's ideas because the truth is going to win out ultimately mm -hmm. and i believe that the best thing we can do is take the opportunity to in a safe environment give these kids challenge the students with different ideas so that they can get good answers to those questions while they're here in a safe good christian school environment and then they go off to college and they're ready for that versus getting to college and being caught completely unawares with things that were never addressed. And so then they feel kind of like, oh, wow, I, I wasn't shown the whole picture when I was going through high school. And so I have found that this is very effective in helping the students to think through all the issues and ultimately to come to the conclusion that the Bible is the truth. Wow. 
So how many subjects would you divide apologetics into? Uh, well, uh, there's Categories. quite a few different subjects, obviously, but I teach in, in high school here, I teach world religions the first part of the year. And what I'm discussing there is we're looking at moral relativism. We're looking at Buddhism, Islam, Hinduism, Mormonism. We're looking at all these different religions. And we're saying in light of Christianity, how do we know that Christianity is true and these other world religions are false? What, by what criteria do I evaluate one over the other and decide which is true and which isn't? And in second semester, we go into creation evolution and we really spend a large amount of time on that because the two biggest issues kids are typically going to face in college are the creation evolution issue uh, and, and also the issue of homosexuality. Second semester, we also cover separation of church and state, uh, we, which is really blessed is the nation is, uh, whose God is the Lord. This is an apologetic defense of the idea that our nation is blessed because of its biblical heritage. So what we're doing is we're defending that position. We're saying that America has reaped the rewards that it has because of the fact that it embraced a biblical worldview early on in its history. And there are lots of people out there that argue that that's not the case. And so what we're doing is establishing that's the case. Then we also cover homosexuality, we cover abortion, and my final year ends, uh, wraps up with relationships uh, because a lot of kids are, are running into relationship problems that are dragging them down and uh, they're not able to uh, articulate what is the best way to conduct myself in my relationship, specifically uh, boy-girl relationships, dating relationships, and so forth. Uh, that's what I cover. Now, I, I actually, so it, on my online courses, Educate for Life, I've broken it into four different sections, and that is world religions, who's right and how do you know? The second one is created on purpose or evolved by chance. The third one is Bible, myth or fact. Uh, which during the school year, that's actually interspersed all throughout the year. So in there, we cover the scientific foresight and accuracy of the Bible. We, co we cover the historical credibility of the Bible, who wrote the Bible, how do we know the right books are in the Bible, uh, all these kinds of inerrancy, contradictions, infallibility, all that kind of stuff. And then the fourth class I cover is really the Bible and cultural issues, social issues. Uh, how do we take what we know of the Bible and apply it to our lives as we live as uh, citizens, particularly of the United States, what does that mean for whether I'm a Democrat or a Republican, or whether I vote or abstain from voting? What does it mean as far as my view on uh, marriage as between a man and a woman uh, versus you know, whatever else uh, the, the culture is arguing for? So we, I break that up into four uh, courses. Man, Kevin, this is awesome what you do. Your students, uh obviously are incredibly blessed, but instead of me just kind of tooting your horn, hey kids, uh, is Mr. Kevin any good at teaching? Does he do all right? Yeah! Wow. <laughs> That's uh... <laughs> that is awesome. Man, Kevin, I'm so excited about what you do mm -hmm. and how we're able to take what you're doing in the classroom and take it to provide it to all the different uh, young people out there so that they too can know the truth, man. Thanks for being yeah. on with us today, and we'll uh, we'll catch up with you again later. Thank you. God bless you guys. Bye. -bye. All right, coming up, creation testifies. We're gonna see how the creation of the world testifies the glory of God. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash/creation-today. Can Christians believe the Bible from the very first word? 
This new study, The Six Days of Genesis by creation speaker Paul Taylor, will help Christians understand exactly what happened during the creation week and why it is foundationally important to believe it. You will enjoy every minute of Paul's unique presentation style, combining scientific facts, solid biblical teaching, and a little British humor. For more information, visit us at www.creationtoday.org. Do you find yourself jumping from site to site or wading through thousands of search results to find answers about God's Word and His creation? Well, no more. SearchCreation.org brings the top creation and apologetic websites together into one search engine while ignoring the thousands of sites that push lies and half-truths. So if you have questions about molecular chemistry, deep space, dinosaurs, or how to defend your faith in a godless world, visit us at SearchCreation.org. You're watching Battleship Apologetics here on Creation Today. Nature eloquently speaks of a grand designer that genetically encoded forethought and life-sustaining design in this natural world. This design is a scientific apologetic for an intelligent designer. Job 12, 7-9 tells us, But ask now the beast, and they will teach you. And the fowls of the air shall tell you, or speak to the earth, and it shall teach you. And to the fishes of the sea they will declare to you, who knows not that in all these the hand of the Lord has done this. Let's go listen to nature. Beasts. Harbor seals and sea lions are beasts. Their bodies have been designed for diving. As they start their dive, their heart rate slows down and blood circulation remains flowing only in critical organs, like the heart and brain. They can also hold their breath for longer periods of time because they use the oxygen which is stored in their muscles. Birds. One amazingly engineered feature that most birds share is flight. Birds have balanced, lightweight, aerodynamic bodies which are carried on strong aerodynamic wings. They have hollow, lightweight bones, large, strong breast muscles, microscopic Ziploc barbules on each feather, and the precise arrangement and variety of each feather. Every part of the bird's construction is perfectly designed for flight. Earth. What would the Earth be like without the water cycle? The Earth is 71% water. Through this cycle, the water falls as rain or snow in higher elevations, traveling down through rivers and eventually emptying into the ocean, where it can evaporate and be recycled again. This process helps maintain stable temperatures on the Earth. It distributes minerals and nutrients through the soils. The large oceans reflect harmful UV rays off the Earth. Fish. One of the most impressive fish is the shark. Equipped with hydrodynamic bodies, skin surface that is designed for speed and to minimize friction, multiple rows of sharp, replaceable teeth, and an exquisite sense of smell, sharks are the apex predator of the ocean. They're crucial for maintaining a healthy ocean ecosystem. designs have haphazardly arisen by an unintelligent random chance? No, they speak of an intelligent, 
creative mind that has the power to create life out of nothing. Next time you step outdoors, what is nature telling you about Jesus Christ, our Creator and Savior? That was amazing. You just gave us a scientific apologetic. That's right. And we are going to give you ammunition for your cannons in the episodes ahead for scientific, historical, individual experience, and philosophical. So before you jump ship on Christianity, let us try to help answer your questions. Feel free to send them to us, questions at creationtoday.org. Thank you for joining us, and we have some amazing episodes ahead. You do not want to miss them. We'll see you then. Get the ammunition you need to defend your faith by visiting our website for up-to-date content, attending one of our live events, and shopping online at creationstore.org. We are Creation Today.